This is uh, Officer Kikowski saying that love is not admissible evidence, and shut up, Leonard. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, thanks to Alex Moshina of Slackdry.com, who wrote our theme song, which you're hearing under us right now. Yep. And it's great. What did we watch today? Uh, we watched some webisodes. That's right. Uh, is that a terrible term? Oh, boy. You didn't ask me that before, and now I got really, I got to think about this live. I mean... I, I feel like if we're, we're going to come down on webisodes, we got to also come down on the term that we obviously love, podcast. I don't think we do. It's it's all in the same like unnecessary portmanteau. Podcast is a better fit than webisode. Though. What about webcast? If, if, if Webinar? It was, Are it, we just coming down on web stuff? Yes. Okay. Here's why. Because it's... it's I'm sorry. Outside your window, there was a ball that flew very up, <laughs> high up in the air. Because the original term is not episodes. That's true. That's where I think we run into the problem. Mm. And also, I feel like as a thing that exists, podcasts bring more good into the world than webisodes do. I guess. Well, and, and I, I feel like webisodes in general are, are a pretty terrible thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, community can make them good. But, and we'll get into this in the episode. Even, even some of these I thought were a little weak. Let's well, see. let's, I mean, before we even talk about which ones we watched, I feel like I watched almost none of these before watching them for this yeah i don't think i watched any of these before i watched them for i this. believe I, I i watched the master key episodes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i mm-hmm. couldn't quite tell you <laughs> if i watched one or all three yeah uh and that's i think that's just a problem with webisodes yeah that's a problem with uh, for me personally it's a problem with online video watching yeah i'm not a youtube person nor am i uh so you put something on youtube even if i love it it's that's already a barrier right there i'll agree it being on youtube i'll agree with that and it shouldn't in this modern day and age i can put youtube on my television so as as i learned uh recently i can do that yeah so we're we're getting there as people right Eh. as society they're already there we're catching up are we luddites is that is that the question we have to ask or are are we too old too young too old too old to be luddites too old to enjoy youtube like the kids do <laughs> well you're including david in that well da- david is older than us and he yeah. loves he loves the youtube yeah. david of course is a belly the cat is sitting on the recording device just straight up on it as if it was an egg and she was trying to incubate it <laughs> I, I, I apologize folks there is a cat just running ramp shot in the studio today um David is, of course, a friend of ours, a friend of Benview Networks. He mm-hmm. hosts uh, Midnight Marinara, that great podcast that's on the network. He's big into the YouTube. Yeah. Um, and he is, of course, older than both of us. Mm-hmm. Not combined, but... That, and that's not even to say that I don't think there's good stuff there. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, didn't you like Too Many Cooks, or you still hold out? I haven't seen it yet. You're still the holdout. Well, that's but that's not a YouTube thing. That was on Adult Swim. I saw it on YouTube. But it was on Adult Swim first. Mm-hmm. There. You ever like go to YouTube just for a quick clip of something? No, no. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sometimes. Okay. I, I was watching Hannibal Burris clips on YouTube last night. I fell mm. down a Hannibal Burris hole, mm-hmm. which I guess that's what YouTube is good for. Yeah, I feel like that's that's where I've gotten the most use out of. I YouTube. could see five Hannibal Burris Letterman appearances in a row. That was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Hannibal Burris is a great comedian, folks. Okay. Uh, a great bit about apple juice. <laughs> How are we gonna do this? Well, let's. Let's, let's just go in the order that we have listed here. Good, because that's the way I wrote it down. Same here. It's the order I watched them in. Uh, do we so, want to tell everyone up front what we're watching, or yes. is it just... So okay. we watched So we watched the webisodes that we did not watch last week, basically. Yeah. Last week's were, in fact, uh, according to this source, the Wikia, whatever it's called. The community Wikia. Uh, they, they list the five A's, the straight A's of Greendale, as the, the first webisode. Yes. So... We were on the right track. Yeah. And now we're just going to continue that with all the rest. Yes. 
<laughs> Sorry. Okay. I distracted Andrew briefly. You did. Um. So we're so the the first so the, we'll we'll just go through them. Well, yeah. The websites we watched were the Community College Chronicles. Yes. Which, which if was, you'll recall, these are uh, Abed's short films that yeah, he created based on the Greendale Group. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we watched uh, Starburns L Star Prince. Which I believe they show a portion of either on the show or as part of advertising. The part where Leonard and Starburns fight. I remember seeing part of that. I'll see if I can get some information on that. Without without seeing the full uh, webisode. But this is, in fact, a two-part uh, webisode, uh, Starburns, El Star Prince, uh, where Abed and Starburns team up for a Spanish project. Yes. Uh, and then after that, we watched uh, the study, study Break. Yeah, the Study Break series. Yep. Uh, which is another three-parter. Yep. Uh, Dean Pelton's Office Hours. Three, three, three of those. Three, three-parter. And Community, colon, Road to the Emmys. And I say and as if it's the last one, but it's not. No, it's not. And that was, again, three parts. Three parts. And then Community, colon, Abed's Master Key. Three-part animated. And it's from season three. Yeah. It's an, isn't it from the between twa. three and four? Or is it between when three took a break? Mm. How did that work? I want to say it was before it was no it was when three took a break I believe because they reference they do a little meta reference to a hiatus. Yeah, it was or, the October nineteenth debacle. No, no, because the October nineteenth debacle was for season four. Okay. Who it was a Hulu Scalusi according to the mm. Wikia. Anyway, let's go back. It's on YouTube now. Yeah, let's go, that much. Let's go back to the top. Bring it round. Bring it, bring it, bring it round to uh, the Community College Chronicles. The first episode was called My Hobo Days. Yes. It's Abed's version of the events in home economics. Yep. Uh, when when it was discovered that Jeff was sleeping in his car. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, didn't they borrow like a couple of lines from that actual episode? Uh, it seems like they might have. The, the ones that seem familiar to me are, check out these wrinkles, yep. which was Pierce... Yes. When, uh, when Troy said, you're wrinkling my brain, Pierce gets up and says, check, check out, out these, these wrinkles. wrinkles. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, at one point, uh, Jeff and Britta are arguing. And then after the argument, Jeff just says, seemingly to no one, five years from now, I'm going to marry her. Yeah. Which I feel like that was actually on the show as well. I don't I don't agree with that. You don't think so? <laughs> no. Because uh, I remember some, I remember communities going crazy for, uh, for that line. That would be this season, though. Five years from now? I know. That would be season six. Well, and also in season five, they flirted with that idea. It's true. And as... as <laughs> Flirting with marriage. That's an odd turn of phrase. I'm sorry. Uh, as you'll recall, the, the premise of the of this actual community episode was that Abed can predict the future. Yes. So maybe, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Abed's going to have to hire another Irish singer. <laughs> <laughs> because Britta will once again be Marion, Britta's Marion, Britta's Marion, Jeffrey Winger. I love that so it's much. It's a fun song. Uh, so I got some notes about this. Yes. Uh, Troy comes into the start, you know, fake Troy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very upset. He's got to sell fifty T-shirts. Did we even? For some we, kind of project. I feel like we should explain a little bit more of what's going on here. I think. Well, I mean, the, the in, Community College Chronicles. If you don't recall, Abed made some short films about the Greendale Study Group using yes. people who either kind of look like them or totally the, didn't. Yeah. In Troy's who, case, I'll tell you. I'm going to say in most of their cases, I'm going to say racial accuracy was the only, like, it's a black guy playing Troy, a black woman playing Shirley, mm-hmm. white people playing the rest, yeah. a brown guy playing Abed. Yeah. That's as accurate as it got. In and, fact, Annie is wearing a wig, clearly. He's oh, clearly my wearing God. A brunette wig. I have a note that says Annie's wig. Yeah. I do not understand <laughs> what was going on there. Yeah. Uh, and the, the guy playing Abed is is from another web series. Is that The ac- Guild. True? Yeah. Oh, he's one of these guilds kids. He's a guild kid, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, Troy comes in upset. Uh, he's got to sell 50 t-shirts for some kind of business project. Mm-hmm. And Abed immediately comforts him by giving him a quick massage, then backing away, which I kind of like that Abed's version of Abed is a little more like, sort of touchy and personal <laughs> uh-huh. than, than the real Abed. Mm-hmm. Uh, secret inner desire, maybe. Uh, this is also seen we have... Uh, uh, fake Shirley says that's nice mm-hmm. and like clearly doesn't understand that's supposed to be like a catchphrase because <laughs> she just says like oh that's nice like yeah. she just uh, doesn't read it like Shirley at all which is kind of fun to see um, I, I like the the sitcom guitar sounds that yes. are sort of the in between like a classic 90s like in between scenes which I just badly imitated with my mouth yep um, did you think so Clearly, the looks aren't accurate, but no. for some reason, the guy who did Jeff, I feel like 
I almost at first thought that it was actually Joel McHale doing the voice and this guy was lip syncing at first. I think you've got some 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 brain mix ups going on in your head. <laughs> I felt like his voice was so good, and then but no, only at first. As yeah. as it went on, I was like, okay, this is clearly he's yeah. doing the voice. But I was I, like, I, tell, I feel like he's within the logic of the show. He's like the the one good actor in Greendale's <laughs> acting program because he does kind of do a, a good a job of capturing Jeff's essence. Mm-hmm. I would say, but uh, I did not <laughs> I did not experience that at all with his voice. I I feel like even the the guy who does the Pierce. Uh, does all right yeah he's all right <laughs> um, but it's kind of purposely bad that's kind yeah, of yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, there's some great sitcom credits too they're all doing the classic laugh and then look at the camera mm-hmm. created by abed is written on a chalkboard for the credits it's fun mm-hmm. um there's a moment when when jeff is flirting with britta where he is extraordinarily creepy in this episode which i really enjoyed i don't know if you recall they're like walking kind of in an outside hallway and uh, she references him being kicked out of his lawyer apartment, which they always refer to it as his lawyer, lawyer apartment, apartment. Yeah, which is fun. Um, then we have the five years marriage line. Mm-hmm. Then there's a little almost a uh, sort of Star Wars moment, kind of, where uh, she's trying to get Jeff to come back. Britta is. Oh. And she says, "I miss you. We miss you." She changed it to "We miss you," which is kind of like uh, Leia saying, "I need you. We need you." In uh, Empire Strikes Back. But, then, but you recall Britta goes one step further. She, <laughs> she says, "Surely someone must miss you." Yeah, yeah. She, she really tries to cover her tracks here. I like that. Uh, so Jeff does decide to to move to a more reasonable apartment, <laughs> and that's how it wraps up. Yeah, but that's this was also that's kind of what we saw already in the regular episode. Yeah, she she buys the doorknob. Yeah, and then it, and I do recall in the actual episode when. They share a look in the classroom. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Which is kind of like parodied in a weird way in yeah. this in this web version. That is true. It's a nice moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have the, the, these have also uh, after credit tags, just like real community. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this one, Troy just farts on Abed. And then Abed the says, "That's awesome." Or, yeah, no, oh, Troy's that's... awesome. Troy's cool or whatever. It's yeah. what, Troy rules. Yeah, yeah. And he says it like O'Doyle rules uh, from Billy Madison mm-hmm. with the hands up. And then Troy also seemed very confused. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the next Community College Chronicles episode was oh, called... Oh, I, I, I wrote in the order people are sitting around the table, too. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's a different it's order. It's different order, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting. So in the show, in, in Community, of course, yeah. it's Jeff uh, at the head of the table, mm-hmm. and then to his right and on the side, we have Britta, then Abed, then on the next side, Troy, then Pierce, mm-hmm. then on the next side, Shirley, and Annie closest to Jeff. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this side, Jeff is still in the same place, but then Troy is in Britta's place. Mm-hmm. Abed is in the right place. Yeah. Uh, Britta is in Troy's place. Pierce is in the right place. Yeah. Uh, and then Annie and then Shirley are sw- fo- swapped. They're swapped? Yeah. I didn't even notice. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because you notice specifically Annie and Britta are sitting next to Pierce for one point when he creepily gestures to them. You're right. Okay. So that's interesting to note that Abed, Abed and Jeff are the only ones in their correct places. And Pierce, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if that means anything. Mm. Uh, What's the next one called? Pop? quiz hot shot but no hot shot <laughs> which wasn't this one uh so the actual episode because they they show a part of this one in the, in episode, the same episode but in it, home economics was home economics the one with the debate no because they're predicting next this is a little easter egg i believe was it because they only i think the only part of this they show in the episode is the werewolf part yeah because in deba- and, and even in, and then in the actual episode it doesn't reveal that uh troy is the werewolf are you sure? Because it shows because what they see in the episode is I guess this would have had to be the debate because you see Jeff and Annie making out in yeah. the show, uh-huh. and then a werewolf runs by chasing Shirley. Yeah. And the whole point is oh Shirley's getting chased by a werewolf. Yeah, they never see that it's Troy as the werewolf. Uh, okay, okay. Because yeah, that that happened. It is in debate one hundred nine. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And this, oh, and so this in, is debate, also... in debate one hundred nine, they're flashing back to the home economics parody. Yes, that makes sense. Okay. And and the uh, debate, this pop quiz is like Abed's version of debate one hundred nine. Yes, because even though Jeff, Jeff and Annie in debate one hundred nine are bonding over the debate. Yeah. In this version, it's for studying. Yes. Yeah. Because Jeff is bad at Spanish. Jeff is bad at Spanish, and yeah. so he needs to study with Annie, and yes. they have awkward sexual tension. Yes. Another thing I noticed in this one, the hallway, like it doesn't look like the normal Greendale hallway when they're inside. It looks more like a real community college, to be honest. <laughs> it's just very kind of dank and, and not well lit. <laughs> and, maybe, and maybe that's why. 
Well, I also noticed when well, they... Well, the rest of them are clearly the same sets that, that Community is shot at, at. At the end of Pop Quiz, they go outside for a little bit, and oh. you can tell that it's the same place where they filmed uh, the Straight A's of Greendale. Yes. Because you can see in the distance, there's like a kind of construction area. Yes. Which is in the classic Straight A's of Greendale blooper. <laughs> yeah. That we all know and love. Um... What, oh yeah, so Troy cries in this, which is great, which is yes. capturing the essence of Troy. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I forget why he, he insults Britta. He ta- he taunts her, and then she puts a curse on him. Why does he insult her? I can't remember. I feel like it it just has to do with Spanish. It's like something like Spanish related. Yeah. Something about studying. It's not that important. Yeah, because okay. Britta then says, I'm going to curse at you in Spanish, and she actually does curse she him. She does a real curse. Yeah. yeah. Which is just somehow in the book. Yeah, it's just in there. It's in the textbook. Uh, I'm, I'm looking up the IMDb of these because I want to remember the name of the writers, so never mind what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, so Troy gets cursed to become a werewolf, and he's kind of despondent. <laughs> like, he actually yeah. takes it very seriously. Yes. Uh, there's the later scene where he does get turned into a werewolf. He, he changes in the bathroom in like, a, you know, the way that a student film would be edited, I guess you could say. Yes. Uh, with kind of like a fade effect. Uh, and yeah. it's just, it's, it's, there's a part where he pulls kinda his hands up. Kind of reminiscent of Teen Wolf a little bit, looking <laughs> in the, in the mirror. In the mirror, yeah. He pulls his hands up, they're werewolf hands, then, then suddenly his face changes into just a werewolf mask. Yes. <laughs> uh, he goes around, uh, chasing everyone. The, there's a... God. That's when he IMDb runs by. is infuriating me right now. Which they show in Debate 109. Uh, they uh. show the, the part where the, the werewolf is chasing Shirley past yes. uh, Annie and Jeff kissing. Yes. Which in the webisode, they're kissing because Jeff and Annie are studying Spanish. Mm-hmm. So Jeff can pass pop quiz. Uh, oh, and Jeff was mad because he failed some other quiz. Well, uh, Jeff was mad because Pierce was top of the class. Pierce got the right. number one grade, and he but was he, jealous. That was because he bribed him, right? Uh, I feel like that's implied. <laughs> yeah. There are writers on these fucking <laughs> shorts, and I cannot find them on IMDb because it is a horribly... Uh, we're going to sue IMDb for, for ruining this podcast episode. Okay. Okay. Making me so goddamn distracted because I'm trying to look it up, and I can't find it. Sorry. And if, if you share my qualms... Let's meet uh, October 19th. We're going to storm the office with pitchforks. Can you not click that link there? Which link? See, but the not the edit link, but next to... This is great podcast material, this is, I mean, No, yeah, that'll take that. me to the community wiki page, which also doesn't have the information. Oh, okay. So we're also going to fuck their shit up. I thought there was a detailed, more detailed thing. Okay. No. Well, I mean, there sorry. is, but I looked at it already, and it doesn't have the writers on it. Sorry. And the, it's the same writers wrote all of them, except, I guess, uh, the Community College Chronicles, oh. which is the one I already found, which I was only able to find because I happened to know the name of, of Fake Annie. Oh, okay. I've been on a whole... Here, here they are. I've been on a whole journey right now <laughs> that is not good podcasting at all, but I needed you to know to understand my pain. Uh, so anyway, at the end of Pop Quiz, uh, the werewolf is confronting uh, Britta. Yeah. Uh, Abed, he had the curse all along, and he... Um, he had the anti-curse. Or the anti-curse. He, he uncurses Troy. Yeah. And then he also uncurses uh, Jeff and Annie, yes. who had a, an awkward sexual tension curse. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, another thing I forgot to mention about my hobo days, the, the first Community College Chronicles, was I really loved at the end of, at the end of it. So uh, Pierce was helping out Troy sell shirts. Yes. And then uh, he says something like, like, you got to... You got to lie. And then uh, Troy says, oh, great. So you sold all my shirts? And, and Pierce is like, no, I lied. Yeah. <laughs> and then Troy just like turns to the camera and goes, I got to be honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, just, yeah. I got a real good chuckle out of that. That was, nice. that was, that that was, was really like a, a crazy leap yeah. in Troy logic. <laughs> where it's like that was his lesson. Yeah. He had to learn that lesson. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And I love the I love awkward sexual tension curse on Jeff and Annie. <laughs> yeah. That's really great. Uh, and then, of course, the tag on this one, uh, Troy gives Abed a wet willy. Fun stuff. All right. So, Starburns, L Star Prince. Yes. Two-parter. This might be my favorite of the webisodes we watched. Really? I enjoyed this one a lot. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, it's a, as I, I believe I mentioned at the, sto- at the top. Yeah. Uh, Abed and Starburns are working together on a Spanish project. Yes. And uh, so they produce a, a little video. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a sci-fi inspired video. Yes. And in the first part, it's them showing the video and Chang 
watches it and gets jealous. And then the second part, Chang is in the video. Yes. So first part first. Yeah. Um, first part first. Chang says that he has it written down on the grading sheet that Ovid uh, and Starburns are brown skin and body hair. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then I also love in the uh, in the opening, I guess, title or whatever you'd call it for L Star Prince. It describes how L Star Prince was born. Yeah. And he's born of a beautiful woman and the burning stars. Yes. <laughs> that's that's really delightful. And they show a picture of a pregnant woman when he says he's born of a beautiful mortal woman. Uh-huh. And I, I I want to believe that, that was just they had they happened to have a picture of Starburn's mom while she was pregnant <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's like a it's like a weird like real looking photo. Yeah. Um, which is great. So Starburns, uh, 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 he's first of all he's having problems with the wife. <laughs> they're, they're not getting along. L well, Star Prince. L Star Prince yeah. is. Do you think that's meant to be a reflection on what's actually supposed to be going on with Starburns? Uh, I don't think so. Because if we recall what what goes on in the Starburns uh, timeline, yeah, he has a child. It's true. But I I don't recall if he's with the wife. And in that special video, I don't want to say too much that he makes for Abed. Yeah, he. I believe he mentions an ex-wife. Well, that was that was Aaron Gibson in this episode, and I don't. I, I I'm fairly certain we ne- we'd never see her as. No, as we've wife. never seen her on 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 the actual community episodes that are official. No, uh, I don't, <laughs> that are non-webby. My belief was that she was just a fellow student playing a wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't, I don't think she was supposed to be the real wife. But I do you tried think... to look up Aaron Gibson, and there's a bunch of people with that name. One of them is a writer on Gay of Thrones. Good. Don't click that. I'm not. (laughs) Um, I don't want. I don't want you to have that kind of history on your web browser. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I uh, I I don't believe this to be an accurate representation. Because also, I I I think a I I don't think Starburns is landing a lady this sexy. Well, again, this is this is a uh, his version of events or Abed's version. I I think I, I think I think. Starburns' relationship problems mm. were not the same thing as L. L- Star Prince's relationship problems, which <laughs> it, was that he was too invested in his work. <laughs> well, and also that she was a musical theater major. <laughs> yeah, and he and just, which he doesn't respect. <laughs> he couldn't get into that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, her name in the in this little video is Amanda. Yes. Amanda, the musical theater major. <laughs> yes. Um, so oh, then, Ab- Abed's character name is Starbrows. Because he has star brows. Uh, star eyebrows, yeah. Yes. <laughs> And he is Starbird's commander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so he can he uh, he contacts Star Prince. Excuse me. As I should call L Star Prince. L Star Prince, uh, and says a, a, a Spanish princess has been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. You need to come rescue her. And it turns out that the kidnapper is. And this is why I think probably this is my favorite of the oh, episodes. Okay. Uh, he, she has been kidnapped by Lord Diablo, <laughs> played by Leonard. Leonard. Uh, it's really great. And then they have an opposite words fight. Yep. Which is clearly to meet the requirements of the Spanish project. <laughs> yep. But they, they shoot words at each other that are, have to be opposites. So, you know, Leonard shoots caliente and then Starburn shoots whatever cold is. Well it was it was fuego and cielo. That's right. That's fire and ice. Well caliente comes up later. Caliente does come which, up later. That, I love that moment. So they're fighting, they're having opposite word fights, which uh, Ovid translates. Yeah. Again, presumably for the assignment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Leonard throws pantalones <laughs> and Starbirds panics and says, uh, pantalones caliente. Yeah. And which, and then Abed has a great read where he just like pants, hot pants. <laughs> He's so panicked, uh, and alerted at Starburns poor choice. <laughs> also, I think if I remember my Spanish correctly, that's not the right way to say hot pants. <laughs> Cause caliente, I believe describes like. Uh, not that kind of heat it's a different kind of heat okay so how would you say hot pants i'm not sure i didn't i didn't look it up because i didn't think it mattered but it just in the sense that i remember when i was taking spanish classes like still people little... would make the jokes about oh so-and-so is caliente and it'd be like no no that's the wrong kind of caliente yeah. like even in like our vernacular of saying something is hot yeah like that's the wrong way like but people in our vernacular do say caliente meaning that kind of hot but it is wrong like, like, just what I'm saying translation is you, wise, what I'm wrong. saying is your Spanish teacher was a stickler. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I think we need to stick to some things. Eh. I, there is another word I just can't remember what it is. But it's I also think for more... the context of the scene. Yeah, sure. It was that was good for yeah. that. <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay, so uh, Starburns then uh, uses the power of violence to overcome. Yeah, uh, 
uh, he he, t- he becomes Grande and he, he defeats uh, Lord Diablo. But then when they free the Spanish princess, yeah. Leonard beckons to her yeah. and says, uh, you know, I just wanted your attention. I, I think you're nice. And she something. was impressed. <laughs> and she was impressed. Now, and also tell me if, uh, please tell me if I'm wrong, but that their kiss was green screened, right? In a weird way. Like Leonard was kissing air and she was kissing air. They weren't kissing each other, I think, clearly. I think perhaps you're correct. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if that was like their call. Like they thought that would be funnier if it was done that way. Or if like Leonard actually felt creeped out. If uh, if he was kissing on a young lady. Yeah. Because she uh, was very young as we find out in part two. Yeah. Yeah. As, as we do. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to get some playback on that. Okay. And what happens in part two? Let's, let's uh, part, part two. two. So at the end of part one. Uh, everyone's clapping and, and Chang is, he's jealous. Yeah. He's absolutely furious that they they did so well, uh, like popularity wise. Yes. And so he's, and he says, I should flunk you because you didn't meet the requirements, yeah. but I'll, 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 I will give you a second chance mm-hmm. if, if you put, you put me, me in the, so Chang, uh, gets, gets, we have the in. kiss. Oh, that's, that's absolutely green screen. Okay, good. <laughs> I feel actually better now yeah. that you've confirmed it. We've got, I'm, I'm going to confirm green screen on the kiss. Okay. Uh, They're both kissing air. Someone yes. green schemed them. Green schemed them together. Green schemed them to Godder. So part two, uh, it, it begins again in class. Mm-hmm. They turn on the the television, pop pop on the DVD or whatever. Yes. And this is the the Chang's inside part two version. Yes. Uh, and so what happens at first is <laughs> the uh, Chang is coming from inside the house. So L Star Prince is doing some uh, target practice. His <laughs> wife has left him at this point. Yeah, uh, he's doing target practice and he's missing because he's distracted by love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Chang strides in. Yeah, uh, and he's he just bullseyes the targets. Yeah, Chang he, is oh, and he's introduced as L T or Senior Senior Tigre Tigre, yes. which is right. That's his name in, in the yes. show as well. Sometimes, and well, he's, he he usually goes by L Tigre in the show, but in this he's Senior Tigre. Se- yeah. Oh, right. Okay, because okay. it's already El Star Prince, presumably right. also why it was Lord Diablo, even though El Diablo is a much more common thing. Right, right, right. And uh, Senor Tigre is half man, half tiger. Yes, and he's wearing the matter of costume that we we would later see uh, or previously see Chang in. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's bullseye the targets, and then he has a great line where he, <clears throat> he says, "You have to understand, uh, women are we women are just like targets, weak and red in the middle." <laughs> Which is great, also because the targets in this scene are not red in the middle. Nope, <laughs> they're yellow in the middle. <laughs> Which is pretty great. Um, so the 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 plot of this one is there's a there's a quinceanera. Yeah. For a quince- the Spanish princess. Yeah, she's turning fifteen. Yeah. And also getting married to Lord Diablo. Yeah. <laughs> it's a combination quinceanera wedding. Abed and uh, I mean Starbrows and and uh, Star, Star Prince, Prince are invited are invited and creeped out. Yeah. Because of the age thing. As they say, good thing we're not cops. <laughs> and good thing we're not star cops. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's where Tigre says, "Oh, in fact, in Spain, the age of consent is 13. 13. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not into younger women. I'm into old and sloppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the introduction for. Amanda, Amanda, who was drunk and distraught, distraught from the from the divorce, the divorce or breakup or whatever. Yeah, uh, and so a senior Tigre is going to take advantage. Yep. But in him talking, he reveals how gross he is. Mm-hmm. She's not into that. She throws a drink in his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, before that, uh, Starburn, Star Prince, excuse me, tried to fight fight him to save oh, Amanda. Right. Yeah. But he, he kept missing because he's love distracted and, and Chang was hitting right on. Just and <laughs> Starburn's oh, yeah. acting as he's being shot with lasers is pretty great. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, check that out. Um, but then but then once he throws a drink in his face, now Starburns can aim correctly and Chang mm. cannot because he is now lovesick, and which which prompts him to become angry and Grande not unlike uh, Starburns in the first part. And he burns down Lord Diablo's mansion. Yeah, it's kind of like a carry situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, luckily, uh, our heroes escape in time. Yeah, but don't save anybody. No, they don't save. They anybody. just save Amanda. Uh, yeah, I believe I believe Star I believe Lord Diablo gets out though with his Spanish I princess. I Believe I saw them get blown up. Did they? Chang blew up pretty much everybody. Oh, I can't. I, Here's I, the thing that I'm intrigued by. So at the end of it, they pull out. Chang is applauding. He yeah. loves it. And yeah. uh, the others are like, that was terrible. Yeah. And um, it, it, so Chang, oh, no. See, you just saw they didn't make it. They disappeared. 
Yeah, like everyone else who gets shot. No, no, shot everyone. By the laser. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get the play by play going here. Jesus Christ! Look what happens when and that was fake Jeff. By the way, just got blown up. See, when they get blown up, a fireball appears. Yeah, but they got fireballed. They did not. They just disappeared. They disappeared before they got we're, hit. We're watching this live. Smoke ball, fireball, fireballs, and then it's about to I'm hit. I'm just gonna call that bad editing. Disappear. Oh, I guess there's a little bit of smoke. It's bad editing, but my interpretation is that uh, Lord Diablo uses wizard powers to escape. Okay. I could go for the, for that kind of fan cannon. Yeah. Um, here's what I'm going to ask you. Chang, do you believe he actually wrote that entire little short? No. What What do you? How do you think that went down? Because here's how I thought he would, going into a second one, it would be Chang's the hero, and then everyone would hate it. But then this turned it around where he's still the villain. Yeah. And Chang still loved it. Yeah. And everyone still hated it. Yeah. How do you... I just feel like that whenever they sense. do this kind of stuff in shows, like it's always like, why would they agree to be the part of the thing, even though it puts them in the role that they I don't, don't want to be? I in? don't think Chang minds being the villain. Well, that's the thing. Does do you think he is choosing to be the villain, or do you think he went along with whatever, or do you think like he pitched things to Abed and Abed had to make? No, it I work? think Abed wrote it and Chang was fine with it because he's okay being the villain. I mean, he builds himself as the villain in his very first appearance on the show. I guess. Hmm. I would still think you would want to walk away with a woman. Eh. <laughs> okay. I think Chang is just happy to be in the video, to be honest. Okay. Okay. I could I could go for that. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Moving on dot org. So Next this is study break. This was uh, three parts. Produced in promotion of Xfinity. Xfinity from Comcast. Wouldn't it be great if you could watch shows like Community anywhere you want? Yeah. That's what the question of Etna Thanks, Yahoo, Brown Yahoo Screen. Yeah. You've now allowed us that. Yeah. Coming March 17th. Uh, I mean, these are all so short. Yeah. The, the premise is that Annie has read some kind of study. That says your brain can only study for 36 minutes, mm-hmm. and then you need a 90-second rest. So each of these are 90 seconds. Yes. The actual content. I like these two, to be honest. I think these are my favorite. Yeah. Well, or Office Hours. I really love the Dean. Okay. Uh-oh. We're going to get into that. <laughs> Uh, this this is the only one that has the the full cast. Um, yes, which is interesting. This one and the Emmys and the Master Key. Yeah, uh, well, Master Key has voices. Yeah, of whoever is in it. And Emmys, though, those were like those were commercials. Yes, websites. those were commercials for the Emmys. Y- yes. So, oh, y- yes. <laughs> Study break number one. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Annie says they need to rest their brains. Yep. At which point, Abed shuts down like a computer for the entirety of the first study break. <laughs> Pretty great. And and is perfectly timed. Like, he has an internal clock that knows when it's 90 seconds is up because he counts it down and it's yep. perfect at the end of the thing. So that's pretty great. Uh, Shirley wants to pee. <laughs> she leaves to pee and then realizes she can't make it and just comes back. Uh, at which point, he says that peas are built in or bathroom breaks are built in. Look yeah. at the turtles. Look at the turtles. What do you think of that? I don't know. Turtles don't know as the symbol for peeing. Apparently. I don't know. What animal do you think would symbolize a bathroom break best? I don't think it's a turtle. Uh, I mean, what what animal is it? I don't, I'm trying to think. Like a dog, maybe? Because you think you got to walk a dog it's true. on a regular... You know, turtles have to... They, turtles can breathe through their butts. I don't know how that factors in. <laughs> like That just complicates things. <laughs> if, any, if anything, it just compl- complicates the whole mess. <laughs> Butt breathing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But the Shirley says very sort of sadly, well, I guess I can make it to the turtles, <laughs> which is such a heartbreaking moment. <laughs> Annie, Annie's running them like a dictator. Uh, also on this, uh, Pierce wants them to help with his new character he's working on. Yeah. So he puts on a fake nose and wig and glasses mm-hmm. and says, I'm James British. <laughs> <laughs> or no, he says the name's British, James British. Yeah, which is clearly like his weird version of Bond. Yeah. And then... Uh, that's what where Troy turns to him and says, "Oh, uh, Austin, Austin Powers." Powers. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tr- Pierce says, "Who?" Yeah. <laughs> that's again, it's a great age gap there. Yeah. Uh, that's the first one. Yeah. Second one. Second one. Uh, Abed's in a judo outfit. Yep. Uh, because they need to f- hurry up and study so that Abed can go to judo and protect. Because de- the defense of the school depends on Abed's judo training. Yeah. Uh, and then I want to talk about this because there is a joke in here. That is word for word the same as a joke in Napoleon Dynamite. Do tell. Word for word. So Abed is demonstrating his judo skills, and he says to Troy, grab my wrist. 
Oh. And then Troy grabs it and he says, other wrist. And then Troy switches hands and grabs the same wrist and he says, my other wrist. Mm-hmm. Word for word, that joke is in Napoleon Dynamite with Diedrich Bader and uh, Kip. Okay. I don't remember the actor who plays Kip. So we got some controversy here. I don't remember the actor who plays Kip either. He's not in anything besides Napoleon no. Dynamite, really. Um. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is this is. Do you uh, feel like Dynamite Gates? <laughs> do you feel like someone stole that unintentionally? No, but I mean, it is like word for word the same. Okay. You think that's like a common, like that could be a common joke? I could see it though, because yeah. I mean, it's a pretty simple exchange, mm-hmm. so I could see it. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, and then they and then they play Truth or Dare. Yes. Which that's that's what leads to the karate move. Yes. To that exchange. Correct. Uh, but they just they say let's play a quick game and they play Truth or Dare. And there's a couple of truths. I yeah. didn't write them down. I'm sorry. Well, there's uh, the truth. Uh, Jeff asks Troy. He just gestures to oh, Britt and right. says, would you? Uh, Which that's foreshadowing in a sense. Yeah. Uh, but then he says with shorter hair. Well, he, she doesn't. She, well, Troy says she needs a new haircut and a better and a less controlling attitude. <laughs> mm. To which she later amends to, yeah, maybe just the haircut. Uh-huh. Uh, but I love the when, when it gets to Pierce and he says truth, they all go, no. Yeah, they, they all panic. And then they go, oh, sorry. Yeah, which was, it was, what what's the thing you're, it was truth, and the thing was, what's the thing you're ashamed of? Mm-hmm. And that's when everyone panics, because if, if <laughs> Pierce is ashamed of something, holy crap. I, I but what to... it is, is he just let his trivia team down, his bar trivia team down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I don't know how you got to this actor on this IMDb. Kip. That's Kip. So I looked up Kip from Napoleon Dynamite, so we would just have our own that's satisfaction. That's not Kip. That's that's what he looks like in real life. I mean, he doesn't have the Kip hair, or the Kip glasses, but that's Kip. He Aaron, a, I feel like he was in Gilmore Girls. Aaron Ruel, some Gilmore Girls. Aaron Ruel, R U E L L. He was not in Gilmore Girls. He looks just like a guy who was in Gilmore Girls. <laughs> that was weirding me out. I'm sorry. That's not. This is Kip. I want to. I want oh, keep that page because I want to pull up the okay. after we're done here. We're gonna pull okay. up this Gilmore Girls guy page and we're gonna see. Well, who's how... the guy from Gilmore Girls? So the listener knows, so they don't feel unsatisfied. Uh, he's. I don't remember his actual name, but mm-hmm. it's. There's an episode where Luke has to hire somebody to help in the diner, and he hires this kid that Rory knows from school because he like touched a frog and then ate a sandwich, so they called him Froggy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so that's that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, part three. Part three, uh, this is another thing that's like weirdly foreshadowing. Yes. So during this study break, they oh yes they 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 go to games, but then there's an age difference in the games. Yes. Uh, Troy and Annie they play in Abed. They play yeah. the floor is lava, which of course is it would be a big thing in season four. The, the yeah the classic Troy send off floor is lava. Yeah. And then um, the old folks Shirley and Pierce, Pierce pull out pinochle. Yeah. They pull out cards. Yeah. I think I do think Pinochle is a special deck, though. Those look like regular cards to me. But I I feel like I, I feel like I remember reading that Pinochle is a special deck. I don't think so. I'll tell you though, I only know Pinochle from one place, and it's gonna be controversial. Cosby Show. Yep. Yeah. Cosby That's Show. the one where they do the they have their secret codes for who has what card, right? Uh, yeah. Isn't that that well, episode where P- there's cheating? Well, Bill Co- Bill Cosby. Uh, well, I mean, he Huxtable, <laughs> sir. He had some secret codes himself, Cosby. Uh, Cat is trying to get into a bag. I apologize once again. It's a regular for the zoo in here. Um, no, he played Pinnacle a lot. Of, there wasn't just one episode. Like that was his. Well, I feel card like they game. played it a couple of times. But there's one card game that they played where there was like they were cheating. How do you spell Pinnacle? I I spelled it P I N N A C L E. Yeah, I know that doesn't sound right, but it, I'm sure that's how it's spelled. You know how I spelled it? Huh? P apostrophe N U C K L E. Sure. You're googling. But this Cosby episode, if I remember correctly, there was like a thing where he had a new partner for some paired game, and then they they did like little tricks to tell each other what cards they had because they had to play the same cards or something. So it was like, oh, did you do any garden work with your spades or something? And oh yes, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. But it was like very bad clues. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's so bad that the others knew that they were doing it. That's correct. I've got some information on the deck. Uh, it is there are regular cards, but it is a specialized deck, so you can suck my fucking dick well all i said was it was regular cards you but you were doubting of my assertion that it was a special deck what what does it have like extra cards or something a pinnacle deck consists of two copies of each of the nine ten jack king queen and ace cards of all four suits for 48 Mm. cards per deck Mm. Mm. interesting Eh, so anyway uh and and then the thing is uh jeff and britta 
find themselves uh, not knowing which group to go with. You know, it's funny. I feel like Jeff doesn't even care. Like, yeah. that's he, he's just he's sort of putting commenting a, on it. Yeah, he's putting it on Britta. Yeah. He's, he's telling Britta, you have to choose which uh, yeah. you go with. And she chooses the young people simply because she doesn't want to be with Pierce. Yeah. Uh, was that it for that one? I feel like that was all I have. Oh, yeah. uh, th- yeah. there's a weird little exchange where Jeff points out the differences between the young and old. Yeah. And he asks Pierce, oh, how yeah. do you how do you navigate when you're driving? And yeah. Pierce says, my trunk full of atlases. Yeah, he's got and a trunk full of atlases. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Next one. Dean Pelton's office. Ours. The Dean is in. And the dean is out. At yep. The end. Man, that's in it. more ways, more ways than one. <laughs> well, that's not till the second episode. Yeah. Uh, so the first episode is called of Dean Pelton's Office Hours is called Pamphlet Serious. Pamphlet Serious. A cheerleader is bringing accusations against the Greendale human being. Yes. That the human being was creeping in the, the locker room. room, the girls' locker rooms. Yep. The ladies' cheerleaders' lockers rooms. Yes. And uh, so the dean says, oh, this is serious. This is pamphlet serious. Yes. Pulls out a pamphlet, and it's a sexual harassment pamphlet. Yeah. And the first question is, how long have you been a secretary? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> he goes, oh, my God, how old is this? Yes. <laughs> um, and so in this short little webisode, uh, <laughs> it's revealed that the this human being is, in fact, a woman. Yeah. And, uh, Which is kind of where this falls apart for me. This this really? episode because it's revealed the human being is a woman, uh-huh. and then suddenly it's not creepy that she was staring at her in the lo- changing in the locker room. Well, it becomes creepy real quick again. Oh yeah, it gets, I, it gets back to creepy. Yeah. But I feel like it never stopped being creepy because well, she's she feels she's a woman. So of course she's allowed to be in the locker room. She's mm-hmm. a woman, but uh, then she says, "Why were you staring at me?" And she says, "I just think you're real pretty." Yeah, that's still creepy, is it not? It, it's creepy, but I think I think a woman saying that it's to not, a, it's not pamphlet serious. No, and I feel like a woman saying that to a woman in a in a certain context can be found almost charming. In the context where she's watching her change. Well, I don't think they ever said that it was watching her change. I think they're in the locker room. There, there's an was that an implication? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you, we would need we need that second beat for it to become creepy again for me. Okay. Because I feel like a woman can tell another woman that she thinks she's beautiful or pretty. But or she's not telling her she thinks she's beautiful or pretty. She's telling her, I think you're beautiful, therefore I was staring at you in the locker room. All right. Well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but then, of course. But the then next... she says, I was also sniffing your underwear. Yeah. She says, I like <laughs> Yeah. doing that. Uh, and then <laughs> Dean goes, oh, back to, back back to, to the, the question. <laughs> the second question was how... How many times have you been sexually harassed at your desk? Yeah. <laughs> and, and then he says, who wrote this? Oh, I did. I did. Which is, I don't know about that joke either. Because eh, the cool. joke is that it's so old-timey, but Dean, is the implication here that Dean Pelton was writing this in the 60s? Maybe even in the 80s. But even then, I don't think... I, I, Dean Pelton has always been the one to err on the side of too progressive. I maybe there's an origin. The joke sacrifices the character, all right? Dan Harmon has talked about this specifically in the commentaries. All right, it's not great, but I I still enjoy it. Coming down on this, I enjoyed the reveal. Yeah, human beings, a woman. Yeah, that's a fun reveal because it's not even the female one. Because no, because there is a female human being. Yeah, but this is not that one. Nope. Uh, All right, the next one's called Hair Piece. Mm -hmm. The Office Hours Hair Piece. Yes, and uh, (laughs) some for some reason the dean calls in Leonard. Yeah. As a, a fellow bald. As a fellow baldy. Yeah. There and is a great uh, line here I, I do like. Sure. Where uh, uh, Dean says, you and I have something in common. Leonard immediately says, I'm not gay. Uh, and then Dean says, I don't care. And then Leonard's, Leonard's response is, oh, you mean I'm not your type? <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of a perfect little exchange. I'll give it that. Yeah. Uh, so he just tries on different hair pieces. Leonard just insults him. And he, yeah, he wants Leonard because he feels like a, a, a normal a, a hair normie. Or he has some term for it. Wouldn't be able to fairly judge. So, yeah. So he puts on the first one. Uh, it says, what do I look like? Leonard says, a sex offender. Puts on the second one. Leonard says, a repeat sex offender. Uh-huh. Uh, the third one. Is a merkin. Is a merkin. It's yeah. clearly not meant to be worn on your head, yeah. I feel like. I could see that as a mohawk. Mm. <laughs> uh and then the name of it is Here's the Merkin of say, Venice. Yeah, that's the name of, of, of this specific Merkin. Uh, what I will say also about this Merkin is it it seems long, very large. Yeah, like if you're wearing this Merkin, it's it's almost it's almost going up to your belly button. 
that could be a thing people are into. But <laughs> that should be in the history books. Your 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 short pause and inhalation of air between me saying that some people are into long merkins. What I want to say to you is that the 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 consistency of thickness mm. I think you wouldn't get when you're because tr- it, it it's far enough that you would have to transfer from the pubis region into the lower belly region, and and I th- I think I think. Uh, ch- hair on your stomach is different from pubes. We're aware that some people have more hair than others. I found this I'm, hair believable. I'm a person that has more hair than others. <laughs> I found this hair very believable in a weird, like it's not, it's not, it's not pleasing. I feel like it's <laughs> no. very not, and it's definitely sculpted. I feel like yeah. someone who's wearing this is is presenting is, the illusion that they have shaved, that they have shaved into this sculpted shape. Yeah. What I'm saying is. It's long enough, and I'm doing politician fingers now. I believe. I believe it. It's long enough <laughs> that it couldn't just be pubes. It's stretching into the lower belly hair territory. Mm. And I'm sorry, there's a, no one has the same hair on their stomach that they have on their pubes. Do you think as perhaps their pubes. it is so long so it can be customly cut? That's interesting. Perhaps. Okay. That's, that's a theory that I've got. That's the only believable excuse I'll, I'll okay. accept. Uh, so he, he shoes Leonard out. He says, uh, uh, you know, he calls to Angela, who Angela, we'll, see in the next we'll meet in the next one, clip. Angela, send back these wigs. And then he looks at the American and he goes, uh, no, no, visitors, no visitors for 10, for 10 minutes. minutes. What's he going to do with that American? He's just going to put it on and jerk off. Maybe just dream a little. <laughs> so just <laughs> dream of Jeff being impressed with it. <laughs> Here's what I wanted though. Okay. How do, how does one, how does the merkin stay on? How does a wig stay on? Well, the wig has gravity on its side, at least. <laughs> well, merkin does yeah, not. Yeah, but like when people bend over, how do wigs not fall off? They must have like little clips, but I think for a merkin, you'd need some kind of sticky, some kind of. Well, I think, I think wigs sometimes have gum. a little sticky. Well, what we should ask but the, not a spirit the character from Goodfellas, Maury, who advertised that his wigs stay on in the pool, even. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's got to be a real production. Yeah. <laughs> wig in a pool. And that, you know, this is Goodfellas, so that means that was set in like the 60s when he still had wig in a pool technology. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious about how Merkin stays on. Answers on a postcard if you know. Shut up, Leonard Podcast at gmail.com. How do Merkin stay on? Okay. Um, the next one. Which is called Independent, Independent Study. <laughs> I'm sorry. The cat flew by me <laughs> and upset the dog near me. Yeah. Independent uh, study assistant. Yes. Uh, which we meet the character Angela, who looks kind of like Anna Kendrick, just for the record. I mean, when she's looking down when you first see her, I, oh. for a second I thought, and then she looks up. When if you kind of get a half look of her face, she was actually in the actual show, according to the, the wiki here. Oh, she was a uh, in a kick puncher situation. That's weird. Huh. Wasn't it we talked about Randall Park as maybe in a kick puncher? Yes. Did you ever confirm deny? No. Okay. Answers on a postcard. Answers on a postcard. Apparently she's a... Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Keep talking. I mean, I, I believe that she appears, but I just don't remember her. Um, so at Oh, first... she was one of Britta's... In season, in season two, she was one of Britta's admirers. Oh. Okay. So she is all over the community landscape. Interesting. So anyway, the... It opens up with going through the suggestion box, which he's reading off a Dalmatian complaint. Yeah. <laughs> Someone finds the Dalmatians creepy. Yeah. Which he just brushes off. Of course. Uh, then uh, Angela and the Dean are talking, and I, I think they're, like, wrapping up. Yeah. And the Dean thinks Angela's going to leave. Yeah. But then she starts undressing. Yeah. Uh, to which he's shocked. And I I don't know. Are we to read that as disgusted? No. Or just, like, professional? I think professional. Okay. That's how I read it. But this, I think this raises the biggest question of Shut Up Leonard in Leonard's history. Yeah. Would he? I don't think he would. I, but why? Like, that's the more interesting part. Why? Because we've described before that the Dean is, in a sense, pansexual. Yeah. Uh, Pansexual imp is how Dan Harmon described him at one point. Yeah. Which, which is, you can read that in every sense of him. He's delighted by 
every, like everything. Yeah. And and it's even I believe it's not even just Jeff's physicality. It's just anything related to Jeff. Yeah. Gets gets him. Yes. <laughs> uh, but a woman. Yeah, a woman. I think a woman could get him. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see Dean going for a younger woman though. Well, and I, I especially think Angela is pretty in a in a uh, what's the word? Conventional. Yes, yeah. conventional way. Yeah. And that's not what he's into at all. No. She would have to be like too tall or too short and wearing a costume. Like that's that's the Dean's type. Maybe dresses a Dalmatian. <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't feel it needed to be said. <laughs> I think any costume would get the Dean. I think any costume would get the Dean, and then I think any person dressed as a Dalmatian would get the Dean. Yeah. Because we don't even know inside those Dalmatian suits from the end of season one, we don't know if those were men or women. That's true. Or or identifying in between. It's true. We're in such a time. It's true. Uh, so, yeah. So, then she she says, I thought you were coming on to me because of all these dirty texts you've been sending. <laughs> he says, I'm, he holds up a three-hole punch and says, I meant this kind of hole punch. What, what do you think that was? <laughs> No, like i want you to punch my holes or i want to punch your holes like where do you think i mean my imagination can't get there yeah it's that's a tough one but i mean leave it to the dean right yeah he is if, if nothing else he is the tobias of yeah greendale and he can he can make hole punch as a sexual act sound mm. like something that someone might be interested in that he would be interested in clearly clearly that's what angela thought uh so it just ends with awkward tears yeah, she starts. She reveals that uh, she misses her dad. Yeah, and he says that's deeper than I wanted to go. <laughs> like he's willing to comfort her, but not that much. Yeah, uh, and then the janitor comes in. One of the complaints had been the janitors don't knock, mm-hmm. so the janitor just comes in. Dean tries to shoot him away, but then says, "Ah, you know," and, and gives him his trash to FT. <laughs> Which even the janitor seems confused by that. Yeah, uh, um, and that's the end of the dean's office hours. Yep. Next uh, up, road to, to the, the Emmys. Emmys. Non-canonical, according to my sources. Yeah, according to the wiki, yeah. non-canonical. Which I believe because they kind of tip. There's there's some foreshadowing in this too. I don't I don't know how. I'll tell you. I'll get there. Carp, carp. So the first one, uh, they're making puns. Yeah, my these, favorite. These ones are like thirty seconds, and what they're just they're commercials for the Emmys. Yeah, these are literally commercials. Yeah. What was your favorite pun? Uh, Did you even have one? No. Mine was lost carrots. That's pretty good. Because yeah. I didn't get it, and then it made sense. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was a thinker. Yeah. Uh, Second one. No, there's also there's a little dig at Glee in this one too. Oh sure. Which, uh, uh, oh, they Pierce, talk about all the nominees. Yeah, yeah. And Pierce says a uh, hundred bucks on Glee to win. Uh, Troy says you like Glee, and he says I like a hundred bucks, which is a, that's a good that's a good <laughs> little bit of business. Um, two. This is where the foreshadowing comes along. Okay. In the second one, we, we discover that Chang has been sleeping in Jeff's car. Oh. Because his wife kicked him out. Which right. Which is, of course, an actual plot line in, in season two, mm-hmm. but uh, with Jeff's condo instead of his car. Mm-hmm. So, well, and maybe that's why these are non-canonical. They didn't want to. They didn't want to tip their hand on that. And one. they, um, they find out that Chang's in the car because they play what they call a seat filler game. Yes. Uh, which you know what's funny? I don't know what a, a non-offensive name for this game is because I know the offensive name. Which is Chinese Fire Drill. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, when you're younger, you don't think about Let these things, right? Let me ask things, you this. Right? Is, is that, it, is is that it, where this is? Is it necessarily offensive just because it has Chinese in the name? But why is it? Why is it a Chinese Fire Drill? And I don't know. I feel like that part's the offensive part. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if we knew why it was a Chinese Fire Drill, I'm gonna try we'd all be offended. <laughs> let's let's see if I can get that information. <clears throat> Um, um, because I think you could just call it a fire drill. I mean, that just makes sense, right? Yeah. Everyone has to get out of the car and then they get back in a different seat. Wikipedia recognizes the, uh, uh, that's oh, that's bad. That's See, not good at all. That's the offensive part. Read, <laughs> read that first line. Chinese fire drill. This is according to Wikipedia. Chinese fire drill is a slang term for a situation that is chaotic or confusing. Yeah. That's offensive. The term goes back to the early 1900s and is alleged to have uh, originated when a ship run by British officers and a Chinese crew practiced a fire drill in the engine room. The bucket brigade drew water from the starboard side, took it to the engine room, and poured it into the fire. Uh, This is a long story. Yeah. Oh, so they bypassed the engine room completely. Yeah. They, they they, They were taking the water buckets and they didn't make it to the engine room. 
That's the story. Here we go. The term is also described uh, used to describe an, uh, an American college prank. Okay, I love that term, American college prank. <laughs> also known as red light, green light. Oh. Performed by a vehicle's occupants when stopped at a traffic light, especially when there's need for drivers to uh, swap, swap drivers or fetch something from the trunk. Before the light changes to green, each occupant gets out, runs around the vehicle, then gets back inside, but not necessarily in their original seats. If one of the participants <laughs> ra- uh, lags, the others may drive off without him or her. Which I thought they were going to ditch somebody when this happened. Yes, did I did not. too. Uh, huh. The term has been used by Westerners for more than a century, and it's today considered to be offensive. Yeah, I. you know what's funny? I've heard of red light, green light, and I thought it was different. Okay. American college prank. There's I whole, think we need to bring back American well, college I, pranks I, I, as a thing. I fell down the American college prank uh, rabbit hole on Wikipedia recently after I watched Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, yeah. Because it looked up panty raids. Mm-hmm. Which is, is, that doesn't still happen, right? I can't say. Because it's super creepy when you think about it, right? Cr- uh, what are they called? Fraternities are creepy. Well, yeah. Let's just get, I'm at a college with fraternities and I'm weirded out by them. Yeah. Like, they weird me out. I've only... I've only I've been fortunate enough to only ever have encountered one fraternity. Oh, and it was the gay fraternity at at, at uh, your school, Cal State Long Beach. Okay, and they were a nice group of fellows. Didn't know they did that. Yeah. Okay. I stand by those guys. Those are those are good guys. But yeah, I, I've I, I would imagine most fraternities are are, are not as good, as cool as those guys. Like I know people in fraternities, and they seem like nice people, but it's just the idea of a fraternity just confuses and weirds me out. Have you seen Revenge of the Nerds? I, I, I we talked about this. I've I I saw it like a long time ago. Okay. The nerds. Are, I saw the TV edit, so I don't nerds, even know what I missed. The nerds are all sex yeah, offenders. We've talked about this. And the jocks aren't. The jocks are good guys. Anyway, <laughs> Rewatch Revenge of the Nerds, guys. Back to the road. Ogre's to the Emmys. a hero. <laughs> road to the Emmys. Uh, in the third little tiny episode, yeah. uh, we find out that there was no Emmy party they were going to. Yeah. Abed had made the car the Emmy party. Yes. Which is also, I think, another reason why this is non-canonical is because that is the Jeff's car was clearly a little bit of product placement. That's never. A car oh yeah, we this see is. Jeff these car. were all also ads for Infinity. Yes, the car. Did you also watch they the love, behind the scenes? They love uh, Infinity things. If we had an ad for Xfinity. This Infinity. is Infinity. Uh, what are you saying? D- d- uh, there was three Road to Emmys, and then there was a behind the scenes Road to the Emmys. Oh, I did not see that. It's not like fantastic but it you get a little couple of extra gags where the, yeah. they're just goofing off okay uh where they, for some reason there's like a there's like a tube going into the car at some point and chang and and uh whatever their real names are they're sitting in the car and uh and pierce is like yelling into the tube for some reason <laughs> all right and ken jong is is like hey call in there and ask 1995 to come back or something all right <laughs> it's a little funny it's, like, fun. it's again it's like 30 seconds it's these are all, we didn't say the times of each of these, but none of these are, are like, the ones that are split up into two parts are, like, at most four minutes long each. Yeah. Uh, the study breaks are 90 seconds. Yeah. Office hours are, like, two minutes. Yeah, these ones Road are to the Emmys, seconds. 30 seconds each. They're quickies. Yeah. Webisodes are meant to be quick. Yep. And that brings us to the final group of webisodes. That, called? That we will be covering. Abed's Master, Master Key. Key. Did you like these? Uh, kind of, yeah. I didn't like these at all. I mean, they're like, they're not great, but they're something. I mean, this felt like straight up season four status to me. Webisodes. I mean, and again, that goes back to my point that webisodes in general are not a good thing. They're just like a, they're definitely a step down. Webisodes are always going to be a step down. Yeah. And this is why, so they're all except for the, the community college Chronicles, was written by Tom Kaufman and David Seeger. Mm hmm. Who these were? Uh, I looked at their IMDb's. They're like Channel One Hundred One guys. Mm-hmm. Not, they never wrote on Community proper, but Tom Kaufman is a Rick and Morty writer now. Oh, okay. So, uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't Abed's Master Key. I found. I found it. Uh, I found the story didn't really track very well, and I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I laughed once. Um, I have notes. What do I have? You know, what I did like. I do like Britta's email. Britta's email. That's my note. That's that's. I think the only thing that I did like. That is the that is in fact the only note that is a joke that I wrote down. <laughs> the the other notes that I have are I have t- is, okay so the so the just, plot of this is yeah the, the overarching plot don't even uh, we don't have to get into the nitty gritty the study room table has been rented out yeah. for a beer pong tournament in Missouri because the dean uh, need, need didn't money. get enough funding yeah so they're trying to save and cut corners yeah he's calling it spring cleaning yeah and he is made I think to, that's a good dean thing yeah he would call it spring cleaning yeah okay uh, he has made Abed his assistant yeah. 
uh, and giving him a, a key that unlocks everything at Greendale. Yep. Um, Which they then compare to Lord of the Rings because yeah. people keep asking favors. And then here's what really bothered me. Hmm. So they compare to Lord of the Rings. And we're, we're going to cover all three parts here. Sure. That's fine with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Abed says, this is like Lord of the Rings. And then immediately does a thing that is never done in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he gives it to Samwise. Yeah. Which his Samwise is Britta? Yeah, which it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And that's not, that's, that's not Abed to me. No, well, and anyway, if anyone is a Samwise, it's Troy. Yeah. Let's get that straight. Exactly. Uh, and, there, and, no, and he maybe tried to give it at one point, mm. but at no point was sort of like, here you go, Samwise, your turn. Yeah. Abed, of all people, would not dishonor a pop culture reference. Okay, like I guess, this. you know what? You're getting me to hate that this real me. quick. It bothered me. Uh, but then, of course, Britta abuses it as well to yeah. give food and to... And I forget how it came up, but her email address is, of course, Britta at impeachbush.radiohead, which is... That's good. I'll give it that. That's really good. And I do... I don't I don't know... I, this is something I noted. Uh, Pierce, Pierce is dressed like he is in the pilot in this episode. Okay. Which is kind of a weird throwback, because he never really dressed like that again after the pilot. Mm-hmm. But in this one, he's wearing his pilot gear. Um, pilot he's dressed as a first, pilot. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> anyway... The there was a little meta reference to at the end, to what, to community. What do you mean? Okay, so the the result at the beginning there's a bunch of meta references. Yeah, where it's like I feel different. Yeah, we have four fingers. Yeah, boy, you look animated. You're all a colorful group. Like there's like five in a row where it's just like get it, get it. It's a cartoon. Get yeah, it, I'm gonna say this it. is non-canon too because they straight up say we're missing a finger. Yes, so that's what I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting this the, non-canon. This is definitely non-canon, but also in a way where it's it's not very funny in a non-canon way. Yeah, it's not like they're having fun with it. They're just like pointing out. At the end, there is a little almost Family Guy style. They're just pointing out shit. At the end of it, there is a little bit of a try to be fun meta reference where. Uh, so I discovered the reason they didn't get funding was because the dean hasn't been counting all students. He hasn't <laughs> yeah. been counting online students. Yeah, and then someone I think it's Britta says online is our biggest demo. Oh, okay. Which is, of course, a better reference to community. Uh, I did kind of like the the turn on Britta had befriended someone that she thought was homeless, and it turns out he, he was, was just, an online student yeah. who works in an office, and <laughs> Britta was just very uh, upset with that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, let's talk about... Oh, I have... Dean has a Tamagotchi in this, too. <laughs> yeah, that I didn't like that at all. But... I didn't like that, not even a little bit. Was, was Dan Harmon the voice of the Tamagotchi? Oh, God, I don't know. It sounded like him to me. I'm just... I... Did, I didn't pay any attention. No one is listed as playing the voice, but at the end, there's a part where he's like, "You're Tom I, I could listen has again. died," but and it sounds like Dan Harmon. I'll back you up right now, but yeah. we'll listen after, and I'll give you we, a, we for, cannot, a for real we, answer. We can neither confirm or deny that Dan Harmon was the voice. Uh, the so I have some questions for you regarding this whole master key thing. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel it is more akin to, um, like a revisiting of Abed's power abuses in the Chicken Fingers episode? But he doesn't really. Or. Do you feel it is more of a foreshadowing of Annie and the corkboard thing? Because when they do the, everyone's asking Abed for something and he can't handle that power. Or do you feel like it's just like a really generic power story? I think it's just like a really generic power story. Okay. Because I was thinking like it, it gave me like weird remembrances of the chicken fingers and then also of the corkboard, Annie's corkboard problems in season five. Yeah. But neither one a full connection. Yeah. They just kind of, they just kind of like start to walk down that road and like, eh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But this, these, uh, I believe, were also made because of a hiatus of some sort. Yes. Because there, there was reference three and to, four? to there being a hiatus for so long. Was this between three and four? I or don't was think so. This... I think it was in the, the, season, the mid-season three hiatus. Okay. I think it was we're... either in mid-season three hiatus or before season three. We're... Yeah. Anyway. I don't know how to look this up. because This was made anymore. to like appease people in a weird yeah. way. And maybe it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't appease me, I'll tell you that. March fourth, twenty twelve, when it was when it was released. Let's see if I can get information on when that fits into community schedule. So March fourth, twenty twelve. Remember that date. March fourth, twenty twelve. March fourth, twenty twelve. March fourth, twenty twelve. March fourth. Okay, so shut up, shut up. Uh, so yeah, it looks like it was the mid season three hiatus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See. Because uh, season three, episode ten, was December of twenty eleven, mm-hmm. and season three, episode eleven, was March of twenty twelve. Okay. Anyway, uh, these are, as far as we know, all the webisodes. Yeah. Counting what we covered in the last episode. Yes. Uh, so that's it for webisodes. Yep. There's that Hulu stuff we we could still talk about. I showed you that one time. Remember? 
Hulu stuff. There are these weird Hulu exclusive behind the thing, scenes things that are still only on Hulu. I've okay. Do you want to do that next week? Maybe. Okay. Plugs. We we didn't talk about other things that we were considering doing. I know. We'll talk after. Good. Okay. Plugs. Plugs. Behind the scenes. Shut up, Leonard. If you want to hear more of me talking, you should go where, check where out. Where do I do that? You should check out Nerd's Eye View. Oh, that's a cool sound site. Yeah, it's a podcast that I do where I talk about movies. What? With people that I know and like. Who 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 are they? Uh, sometimes, uh, well, usually it's Jordan Scott. Yep. And also, we'll get we'll get uh, Thomas you, Willett. In so there. you're telling me that Ridley Scott's daughter, Jordan Scott, is on your show? Uh, it's it's. I mean, he doesn't like to mention it. He doesn't like to mention how he is Ridley Scott's daughter. Yeah, that's true, by the way. Ridley Scott does have a daughter named Jordan Scott. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's fascinating. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, a whole cast of colorful crew characters. Yeah, I'm on there sometimes. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Most recently we reviewed... What did you talk about recently? Did we review Mordecai? We did. That was our most recent review. How was the mustache? (laughs) It was was there. (laughs) It showed up. Uh, we're, I believe what's coming up next is American Sniper oh, shit. because it is nominated and it's doing so well and yeah. all that. Since even though it's not new, new, it's still in theaters. You, you should still, you know, be able to catch it. We'll tell you what we think uh, about it next week. Yeah. Uh, but you can go to nevpodcast.com or benvnetwork.com slash nev or on where, Twitter. What if, what if, what about Twitter? On Twitter at nev podcast what if i want to like there's a thing where i subscribe to it and i don't think about it, it just comes in where do i do that on itunes yeah but what if i don't like i what you know what i if, mean stitcher yeah there you go and any other in fact uh podcast pod catcher they call them but or podcast app if yeah. you want to use that term pocket cast uh pocket cast downcast i don't know what other casts there is but feed runner what one of them's got runner in it. i don't know i'm sorry like... but but if we're not there, you know, send us an email or send me an email or send us a tweet. Do something. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Because you know what? If mm-hmm. someone sent me an email saying that I wasn't on a podcatcher of some sort, I would respond. And this is, Good this man. is, I'm calling out someone who I emailed right now. <laughs> <laughs> if they, they don't listen, I'm is sure. It, but is it Brenda? Who? Is it Brenda? No, no, no. Okay. No, 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 Because no. I feel like that was a problem with popsicles for a while. Uh, no, they, somehow that got handled. But anyway, and my personal Twitter's at Podcaster Andrew. There he is. Tell me all your things. Go to BenViewNetwork.com. Check out all the shows I do on there. Shows like uh, Popsicles. Shows like... Uh, Benson's Boombox. Benson's Boombox. Back from the Dead. Returned. Uh, BenView on Spielberg, where we talk about Steve-O Spielberg. Steve-O I call him Steve-O because we're friends. <laughs> Um, and Matt and Bruno's wrestling show, which, you know, something might happen soon. We're going to WrestleMania. I'm sure we'll have to talk about that. Do all those things. Just go to uh, BenviewNetwork.com. Yeah, check out all of them out. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's D-R Matt Benson. And you can follow this show on Twitter, which is at ShutUpLenPod. You can write us an email, uh, ShutUpLenardPodcast at gmail.com. And you should do things to us on iTunes because we always appreciate that. Rate us, uh, review us, subscribe to us. Uh, you, you, you want a shout out? You ask ask for it. We'll give it to you. We're cool bros like that, and that's 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 all there is. And she wrote, "Folks, shut up, Leonard." This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. <laughs>